Welcome to Bayou Business Download, a podcast from the Greater Houston Partnership where we dive into the data and analytics influencing the region's economy. Today is Wednesday, December 1st. I'm your host, AJ Mistretta, and I'm joined once again today by Partnership Senior Vice President of Research, Patrick Jankowski. In this episode, we're going to discuss the economic outlook for Houston in 2022. Patrick will give us a forecast of how employment will look in the year ahead and what factors will drive change. Patrick, thanks for joining me today. AJ, it's, it's good to see you again. It's good to be here again. It's good to be doing another forecast again. I don't know if I told you, I think this is my 12th, 13th, 14th forecast I've made in the last umpteen years. So uh, yeah, it's, it's always fun. It's always a challenge. Somewhere in there, right? So 13, 14. <laughs> after, you know, 13, 14. After a while, you kind of lose track. Yeah, yeah. Well, Patrick, before we get into the big numbers, how do you see, in the big picture, how do you see the economy in 2022? Um, Houston's economy will, will do very well next year. Uh, we will probably finish the year having recouped almost everything we lost during the pandemic, if not having recouped everything, just pretty darn close to everything. It'll be a little bit slower growth than this year, but this year it's because we're coming out of the, the recession. It's always a, a boom the first year out, and then it kind of starts to taper off. But next year will still be faster growth than we have um, historically, and I'll talk a little bit about that in a moment. So, you know, every forecast takes into account some assumptions. What are the assumptions you're working with as we go into this forecast? Well, they're both the external assumptions and the internal assumptions. Houston is more tied to the U.S. economy and the global economy than it has in the past, especially since the oil and gas industry has been struggling lately. But putting together the forecast based on certain assumptions, and these aren't just assumptions pulled out of the air, it's based on analysis and looking at other people's forecasts and other people's analysis. Uh, one of them is that GDP, U.S. GDP will grow at 3.5% or better. Uh, long-term average is about 2.2%. Uh, the global economy will grow about 4.9% or better. The long-term average is around 4%. Crude demand will return to its pre-crisis level by December of next year. We'll be back to where we were prior to the pandemic. Uh, one of the other assumptions is, is that West Texas Intermediate, the, the benchmark for light, sweet crude oil in the U.S., will stay at $60 a barrel or above. You know, trade will continue to recover. We're assuming that the, the inventory restocking as it will continue, uh, and that will lift up Houston's economy. Uh, there'll be a little bit of an uptick in non-office construction next year. Uh, consumers will continue to open their wallets. They have pent-up demand. They want to spend that money. Uh, we'll, we'll probably see a few more logistics centers open up in Houston. And in migration, we're going to probably start to see more people move to Houston again. Uh, we had a couple years where in-migration was very weak, but that's starting to pick back up again, especially judging by all the out-of-state license plates I saw on the way into the office today. You know, you mentioned um, supply chain and, and how that's been impacting the broader economy around the country and globally. What, what factors do you see uh, helping move that forward, helping correct some of the issues we're seeing there right now? Well, part of it is we were in such a deep, deep hole, it took us a while to fill it back up. And we're starting to see uh, inventories rebuild on the shelves, so there's maybe not quite as pressing of a need. It seems like Los Angeles Long Beach is getting a, doing a better job of having ships uh, come into port and not being waiting waiting off the port so long. Uh, we're not seeing as much panic buying. That's something you saw businesses doing, or panic buying, just trying to buy anything that has something on their shelves. Uh, you're starting to see a pickup in hiring, uh, continue hiring in, in trucking and warehousing, which deals with supply chain issues. Just a whole host of factors, not any one factor, but they, they will be uh, resolved hopefully by this time next year, if not by this time next year, uh, sometime early in 2023. 
Patrick, what sectors do you see leading job growth next year overall? Well, I, I want to let you know, AJ, there are actually 17 sectors that we look at in the economy. Every one of those sectors will add jobs next year, even some of them have been laggards in, in previous years. But the ones that we see strongest growth in is just a category called administrative support. That seems kind of a little wonky term, but that's where contract <laughs> workers fall in mm. and where people who work for an, an agency and the agency places them. And you, you, this could be someone, an accountant placed in a temporary job, an engineer, a geologist, could be someone working on a production line. It could be someone working in a restaurant. Uh, we always see a, an uptick, not just an uptick, we see a surge in hiring and administrative support uh, at this stage in the recovery because businesses are reluctant to bring people on full-time until they know the recovery's got some strength behind it. And so they bring them on as contract workers, and then they'll convert them over to full-time workers. The other thing we're seeing is that with the, uh, the great resignation, we're seeing people who are choosing not to go back to work full-time, not to have a a 40-hour-a-week a employment job, and they're willing to work contract workers. I was speaking to an architect uh, early in the pandemic. He had to let go seven people, and these were, you know, these were his, his youngest employees. And he said he's tried to hire them back, and they said, no, we're fine just doing a little bit of contract work for you, a little bit of contract work for somewhere else. Uh, they're doing just enough contract work to pay the bills, and then they're taking it easy. Mm. So uh, part of it is what we've seen always in the recovery, and part of it is this new trend of people being more comfortable with contract work and not necessarily wanting a full-time job. Healthcare is going to do real well next year. Uh, healthcare benefits from population growth. We should see uh, over 100,000 people, uh, additional residents. And then that's not 100,000 moving here. That's about half moving here, and a little bit more than half is going to come from uh, the maternity ward. We're going to see uh, restaurants and bars start to pick up again. That is driven a lot by population growth and by consumers opening up their wallets. We'll start to see manufacturing pick up. A lot of the manufacturing jobs were lost because oil and gas was struggling, but oil and gas will start to pick up, especially since we're expecting global consumption of crude to return to its pre-pandemic levels. It's really not a sector there that, that uh, is going to have disappointing growth. They all have some amount of growth. And uh, I guess one other sector I've left out is professional scientific and technical services. That's where the lawyers are, and that's the accountants, the CPAs, the bookkeepers, the management consultants, the IT people, the, the classic white-collar workers. And as the economy expands, you see that businesses need to uh, engage more consultants to help and figure out how to do things better. They, they want to hire IT people to make sure they don't get subject to cybersecurity threats. Uh, Congress, whenever it tinkers with the tax laws, it's more business for the lawyers and the accountants. We'll probably start to see some mergers and acquisitions again. That's more work for lawyers and accountants. So, uh, you know, the white-collar sector should do fairly well next year. Got it. So, Patrick, let's talk about the big number. So what is it? Uh, what are we t anticipating in terms of job growth overall, and how does it compare to a typical year in Houston's economy? Uh, the partnerships forecast calls for the Houston region, the nine-county Houston region, to create 75,500 jobs next year. And okay. that is going to be a really good year for Houston. Uh, in the past 21, 22 years, we've only had eight years that had higher job growth. Uh, most of the years is somewhat lower. If you want to look at Houston's economy over the long run, and if you take out the years in which oil prices had driven up job growth, high oil prices driven up job growth, or years in which low oil prices pulled down job growth, Houston, on average, creates about sixty to 70,000 jobs. So what we're looking at at 75.5, it's just a little bit better than the long-term average. Got it. And so obviously we still have a good amount of ground to make up 
to get to pre-pandemic levels. Where does that leave us at the end of 2022 if we do see that number? At the end of it, 2022, we will be so close to having recouped all the jobs in the economy. If we haven't gotten them all back, we're going to be maybe a few hundred or a few thousand short. Part of it's going to depend upon how this year finishes out as well. Uh, October was a really good year for Houston and for job growth. It was the second best October on record. If we have some strong job growth in November and December, we get to start off at an even higher base next year. But now, ran the numbers. I've looked at them several times. When I, a couple times when I ran it, we were just barely recovered. A couple times when I ran it, we were just under-recovered. So uh, we're going to be pretty darn close either way. So, so what it says is that by 2023, yeah, we will be recovered. We'll be back in full growth mode. So, Patrick, as we talked about, you know, there are a lot of assumptions that go into this, and there are a lot of things that we, we calculate to get to this forecast. What are some things that could derail what you anticipate? A, a, a couple things. For one thing, I, we're all hearing right now, as, as you're listening to this, about the Omicron variant of the COVID virus. I don't foresee the government shutting us down, at least not in the U.S., but I could see maybe consumers getting a little bit more apprehensive and, and, and staying home a little bit more, maybe not going out as often. That could slow down the recovery. And another concern is, is as, as you and I are recording, just before we, we stepped in the studio, AJ, there's, the market is, is cratering. Or not cratering. It's, it's slipping. And there's a lot of concern about the Fed raising interest rates. If they raise interest rates too high and too fast, that could slow down the recovery. I don't think inflation is going to be that big a concern. I think people are already factoring that into their, their hiring and their business and their purchase decisions. Now, if you come down to the biggest concern, it's a COVID variant that sends everybody back home and people become reluctant to spend again. Got it. Patrick, that's great. Thank you for joining me for this, uh, for this conversation today. Hey, Jay, it's always a pleasure, and I am so glad to be sitting here and looking at an economy that looks really good for next year. It's looked bad for, for too long, so this is, a, this is probably the best Christmas present Santa can give me is this, this nice outlook that I'm looking at for next year. I think that's all of us here in Houston, so I think we're excited about what, what the future holds, and we're, we're hopeful about what uh, is in store. So that's it for this episode of the Value Business Download. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. You can do so via your favorite podcasting platform or by visiting the podcast page at houston.org. There you'll also find recent data and news updates and learn how you can get more involved in the work of the partnership to make a difference in Houston. Thanks again for listening to Value Business Download.